Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Bridge, Pathway to Big Ideas. We are the MEAC. It is Morgan's Alumni Entrepreneur Chapter. It's, it's great to be here, and we actually have Mr. Omar Muhammad today. And before we get into questions for Mr. Omar, I just want to make it clear about our mission. Our mission is to maintain a network of MSU alumni entrepreneurs for business opportunities and to serve as a resource for entrepreneur development for students, the overall university, and surrounding community. The surrounding community. you got to love it. So, Mr. Omar, welcome. Hey, man. Great to be here. How's it feel to be on the other side of things? Oh today? man, this this is uh, really interesting, man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on this side in, in years, man. Probably more than a decade. Yeah, <laughs> You've been doing this a long time. And we appreciate you being here and the opportunities that you bring to the school and to the network and everyone that you touch. So let's just jump right into it. Let's let's talk about. Your Morgan days. What what year did you come graduate? What was your major? Mm-hmm. So so my major here. So I came on board at Morgan in nineteen. I'm kind of afraid to say this to you, but 1988, <laughs> 1988 uh, graduated in ninety three. Took a year off to work for a company. I uh, graduated in the school of business. My uh, major was accounting, so I have an uh, accounting background. Excellent, excellent. So today we'll, we'll be speaking on a few things. I know that your topic is actually building your income pipeline. Absolutely. Oh, that's going to be powerful there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. We're going to get uh-huh. right into it. But before we do, tell us why you're a member of MIAC. So, so it's interesting, Kendrick. Um, I do some traveling with the Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center. And I often run into these entrepreneurs. And, you know, I'm wearing my either a Morgan shirt or a Morgan hat. And I'm, they say, I'm a Morganite. And I'm like, okay, you know, have you been back? And sometimes they they don't come back. So we want to make sure that they, they come back. But it's also a great opportunity to network with entrepreneurs around the country. Uh, so being a member of the Morgan Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter affords that. It affords us an opportunity to do business here locally, but around the world, because we have alum that are around the world. So I'm a member because I want to be able to partner and collaborate with other Morganites. I mean, we should first look within, and if we can't find it within, then we can look without. But we have to make sure that if there's a entrepreneur in-house, we should be able to use the entrepreneur in-house. Powerful, powerful. So let's jump right into your business. Like, tell us about your business and how long you've been an entrepreneur. All right, so I have many businesses. That's why I call it building your income pipeline, man. So I've been an entrepreneur since the age of twelve, man. So, powerful. so I, I'm I'm involved with a different uh, different industries. Uh, what I mostly do is business development. Uh, so my wife and I we have a nonprofit teaching youth about entrepreneurship. That's the one I mo- most often talk about. Uh, doing some real estate. Uh, my daughter and I have a, a business together. She always say that I work for her. Uh, I work for her. <laughs> she has a nail boutique uh, here in Baltimore down at Fells Point. Uh, working with my younger daughter. You know my younger daughter. Uh, we're working on a, a book around entrepreneurship. Uh, so I'm involved with a, a number of uh, individuals who believe in entrepreneurship. And for me, it's about uh, collaborate with these entrepreneurs and building businesses. And that's why I love entrepreneurship so much. Well, when you say building an income pipeline, 
explain that to the people listening right now. What does that actually mean? Right. So, so whether you're working for someone or you're an entrepreneur, having multiple streams of income is extremely important because uh, if one dries up, then your business may go out. But if you have multiple streams of income, your income is going to be there. Uh, so, for example, with the the nonprofit that we have, so not only do we receive uh, sponsorship from the nonprofit, we also are working on for profit opportunities as well. So, as as in, as resources become dry in the government sector, if you will, you know we we have the for profit that is funding activities that we do. You know, we do the youth entrepreneurship conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's just multiple. It's almost just look at a a fast food restaurant. I hate to say fast food, but anyway, fast food restaurant. And they have all these different products and serve products up there. So they have multiple streams of income. They have mm-hmm. all these other uh, multiple streams of income coming through. And as entrepreneurs or people who are not even full-time entrepreneurs, but if they're working for a company and they have a they have an entrepreneurship or a hustle on the side, mm-hmm. that's multiple streams of income. You have your anchor, which is your job or your career, and then you have your hustle, which can be your entrepreneurial opportunity. And that's what I mean by multiple streams of income, creating those opportunities where you just don't have one income, you have multiple lines of income coming in. Absolutely. So for the folks that are listening to you, they're, they're probably wild by how well you have put together all your entrepreneurship ventures how do they get in contact with omar muhammad uh you know for for me it's it's about you know contacting me here at the university or uh my gmail but the university is fine uh omar at edacmorgan.com um, you could just reach me there or just just drop by and see me. We're in the, the new building over there, the new school of business. Uh, we're on the third floor. Uh, just just come in, just drop in to see me. Now, I remember coming to your old office in the old building. <laughs> and I, I, I you had to bring that up. Huh? Def- definitely <laughs> yeah. say this is an upgrade. Yes. So for those that don't know, what is EDAT and how does that relate to what you do as an entrepreneur? Uh, good deal. So it's interesting. I came... You know, one of my goals as a young person was to run a small business center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a call from the dean of the business school, then was uh, Dean Otis Thomas. And there was a, a position open, uh, but it was more on corporate relations. So I went in prepared to interview for this corporate relations job. And the dean said, uh, no, I don't want you for corporate relations. I want you to run a small business center. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, you just made my dream come true. <laughs> Big deal. You know, so with that, you know, I had an opportunity to learn more about bringing resources to small businesses. And, and that's what we do at EDAC. You know, we connect entrepreneurs to resources to make sure that they have those uh, skills or resources or opportunities to advance as a business owner. They have that. And we're, we're, kind of their coach, if you will. Mm. Uh, So we have a number of conferences. We have the Youth Entrepreneurship Conference. We have the Women's Conference. We have the Veterans Entrepreneurship Conference. uh, And we also do do radio as well. Good deal. So for those that that don't know and how how it all ties together, can you give just a, 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 a brief story about a highlight moment where things went wonderful? 
Uh-huh. From EDAC from, or just from, the, from just business or EDAC, mm-hmm. how, whatever you would like to share. All right. So so the the wild moment for me was the, when I spoke to the dean. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. said, you, mm-hmm. I want to run that small business center. But another one is uh, just seeing my daughter. So when, when my daughter was seven and I guess she was seven and my other daughter was nine, I had them out selling buttons. Mm-hmm. That was their business. You know, and seeing my daughter now, who is she'll be twenty eight uh, this year. Seeing her now as a as a woman who have taken those entrepreneurial skills, now she's doing radio. She has her own business. Uh, she's networking and she's connecting with the right people. So that's that's telling me that. You know, there's always this argument, are entrepreneurs born or are they raised? I think they're both. You know, I had, and I got four daughters, and two of the four are entrepreneurs. And just to see uh, the one daughter who was seven selling buttons and keychains back in the day uh, to now have her own own business and making sure that, that people have an opportunity to experience that. And she's a mom, and she's worked with other moms to get them involved in entrepreneurship as well. So she's really duplicating what, I, what I've done, and that is understanding what entrepreneurship is, building on that, and making sure that other people have access to resources as well. Wow. Do y'all hear that, ladies and gentlemen? That's generations yeah. of entrepreneurs in one family. Yeah. Right now, I think it was time for me to... Do a couple of announcements. So here we have the first announcement, which is when we meet. Morgan Entrepreneurs Alumni Chapter. We meet every first Tuesday right in the new Graves School of Business. Yep. And you will find us there every first Tuesday. For those that cannot make it, you can actually dial in at the number 712-775-7000. Three one, and that has a pin of one seven two seven eight five. And of course, you can always reach us online at morganeac.org. Also, we have Alumni Speaks. Alumni Speaks is the small business expo, and so you can definitely follow us on all social media to get that update on that date. And that is Morgan State. EAC, and that's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The bridge is made possible by the Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center at Morgan State University. Their website is www.edacmorgan.com. Back to you, Omar. We got some big ideas on on the on the plate right here. I definitely want to talk about some history. So let's just talk about the rise of the entrepreneur. So this is where I, I really learned about the the building your income pipeline along with Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who are not familiar with him, he has the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, and you know d- during the the Youth Entrepreneurship Conference, we played a game Cash Flow for Kids. Uh, so he's the inventor of the game as well. Uh, so listening to Robert Kiyosaki and Eric Worrell, uh, he came up with this documentary about the rise of the entrepreneur. And he basically just is saying that there's a, a better way. There's a better and different way for entrepreneurs to experience 
entrepreneurship or increase their income pipeline, if you will. Uh, so whether you're working for someone or you're an entrepreneur out there, the rise of the entrepreneur is really talking about how do you expand your income pipeline? How do you get more than one revenue stream coming into your business? And what does that mean? Uh, oftentimes, entrepreneurs try to do multiple businesses, but if they don't have that focus, those resources or skills, um, then they don't have a plan. They don't have a solid plan to execute on that. And that's what I kind of look for when I'm doing multiple streams of income. Uh, one, is the, is there a person or the person that I'm about to collaborate with, are they serious about the business? Mm-hmm. If they're serious about the business, then not, my job is easy. My job is to do business development. And we get together, we put together a plan, and we execute on that plan. Um, so being part of the uh, building your income pipeline, it's really about you can do it, but you have to have a plan of action. It has to be focused as well. I was always told that there were three pillars of entrepreneurship. You have your liquidity, which is whatever capital you invest in your organization, your sustainability, whatever you're going to do for people to give you resources for and legitimacy. Mm-hmm. And so when when you think of those three pillars and you talk you have listening to us right now are either entrepreneurs that haven't really quite put the plan together, what would be your advice to them to do first? Mm. I, I would first think serious about this because people think that entrepreneurship is is easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is easier than having a full-time job. Uh, it's different. Uh, so I would I would think seriously about uh, doing entrepreneurship. And if you want to do it, uh, j- not jump into it, but plan. I was about to say jump into it, but plan for it. The first thing I would have them do is read Rich Dad Poor Dad mm. by Robert Kiyosaki. You know, read that, get an idea of what's happening or what entrepreneurship is really about. Uh, what assets and liabilities are. The other book I would read is uh, Michael Gerber's uh, book, uh, The E-Myth. It talks about working on the business versus in the business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those two books together, I think, will begin to set the tone for uh, where you're going as it relates to entrepreneurship as well. Uh, the third thing I would do is, you know, the Gallup poll. The Gallup has all of these assessments on uh, how you are as a individual, how you could be a manager. They also have one for entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. it's the entrepreneur, entrepreneur skill talent. I would take that assessment. I mean, it's a it's a small fee for that, but I would take that assessment to see where your strengths are. I mean, it tells you that these are ten talents that the successful entrepreneurs have and they the Gallup poll has the Gallup I should say have interviewed 4,000 successful entrepreneurs and they broke them up into 10 10 categories and out of those 10 categories uh, it 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 kind of tells you that you're here to here and the Gallup says just use your top four and if you can find other people to help you out with the other six but you should know what your top four talents are. So I would have those individuals go through there to really assess what their entrepreneurial talent is. You said a lot in that statement. One one of the things I heard that's always echoed that entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so when you touched on some of the skills that 
you have to be honest with yourself as a business, as an entrepreneur. But when you, for the listeners that are, are tuned in right now, what resources are there available that they could take advantage of? Mm-hmm. So, so your tax dollars are paying for this organization called the United States Small Business Administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, SBA.gov. I mean, that's the website people should be on uh, as it relates to really understanding how to start or expand the business. They actually have some tutorials on there, uh, some webinars on there. Uh, they have some uh, resources that you can go face to face. So they, they collaborate with the small business development centers or the procurement technology assistance centers. Uh, but your tax dollars are paying for the SBA. And I know people kind of shy away from this one, the Turner Revenue Service. But the TurnerRevenueService.gov has some great resources as it relates to starting starting a business. Whether you are going to, you're going to start a for-profit or a non-profit, you really get to understand what taxes really mean. Um, so those two resources that we're paying for, I think people should should, should go there. Um, It's interesting, when I was a student here at Morgan State University, uh, and when I first took over the the Small Business Center here at Morgan, um, I really wanted to learn more. So I I would stay in the library. So my favorite library was the uh, Enoch Pratt Free Library on Cathedral Street here in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, And they had a small business center there, (laughs) you know. And so I talked to the librarians, and they taught me how to research industries. Um, So go to your public library and talk to the librarians. I mean, they love research and to understand more about research. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Omar Muhammad. And before we close out, for those that just tuned in late, give them your contact information one more time so they can reach out to you and ask any burning questions that they may have. Good. You can reach me at omar at edacmorgan. That's E-D-A-C morgan.com. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Improve Progress. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Bridge, Pathway to Big Ideas. And we just want you to go out and make your ideas big. Once again, the mission of the Morgan Alumni Association Entrepreneur Chapter is to maintain a network of MSU alumni entrepreneurs for business opportunities to serve as a resource for entrepreneurial development for students, the overall university, and surrounding community. Once again, thank you, Mr. Omar, for being here on the other side (laughs) i know it seems a little different being interviewed and not being an interviewer it's all good man thank (laughs) you for doing uh sitting in the big chair man we appreciate you no problem and once again if you want to join us as an alumni of morgan state and you are entrepreneur we meet every first tuesday right in the Earl Graves School of Business in a new building. And if you're not able to come physically, you can always tune in or call in at 712-775-7031. And the PIN number is 172-785. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Bridge. It's made possible by the entrepreneur.